What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Jerry One Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Felice. This is another episode. This is episode 15 of the Jerry One Podcast. Now, you know, we've been going strong since the middle of July. Hard to believe it, but we have. Middle of July, some good times. Got 15 episodes in now. This is the 15th episode. Today is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. You're watching this on Thursday, January 14th, 2021. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, you know, as we always do. Fantasy basketball, Kyle dominates again. How many times are we going to say that? Kyle dominates again, 800-plus points he scored. Kurt, you know, another close game, but a different result. Kurt wins over Met this week. Uh, Larry finally beat Sam Shields in Jerry won Fantasy Sports, so that's a big news. And Paul wins every single day against Jack DeRue in fantasy basketball. We'll try to figure out how good is this Paul team and try to figure out what's wrong with this Jack team. And I mentioned a little bit last podcast, but this podcast, yes, Jerry One Fantasy Hockey is starting actually right now as I'm looking over here on my other screen. There are some scores out there. No one in the no one no one is in the positives yet. It's still minuses right now. You know, those are goalies gonna goals right there if you know how the rules work but uh fantasy hockey you know it's going to be a big year uh it's the fourth year of fantasy hockey now um and there's money on the line there's 10 bucks on the line so winner gets 70 make the finals you get your money back 10 bucks you know put some money on the line this year for fantasy hockey um you know the top two draft picks this year were both from edmonton uh leon dreisaitl went one to paul paul is third first overall pick in the four years of that league and uh, number two, Connor McDavid went to Josh Langley at number two. So we'll talk about that. Nate's got a 10-game winning streak. Uh, Jerry won fantasy hockey most 10-game winning streak going right now. Uh, you got to remember, we talked about basketball, how they got cut short. Hockey as well got cut short in the semifinals with four days to go. Um, Nate was the one seed. He was he won the regular season scoring championship. He had a three-point lead on Justin Kiefer. While I had a 30-point lead on Paul, I was the three seed. Paul was a two seed. Justin Kiefer was the four seed. So we'll talk all about that at the end of the show, Fantasy Hockey, because today's show is going to go, this is the intro, as always. We're going to do a theme song next. And we're going to do, I'm going to talk a little fantasy basketball. And then our today's guest coming on the show, he's coming on for the second time. My good college friend, Larry Morris, is on the show. He's 3-0 for the first time in his Jerry One career. So we're going to talk to Larry about his fantasy basketball team, and uh, we'll see uh, what his thoughts are. He's got a really good squad this year. He is a Houston Rockets fan. Uh, some big Houston Rockets news today on James Harden. We'll talk to him why he passed up James Harden, and we'll talk to him, you know, maybe we'll get his thoughts on this big trade that just happened. So, you know, with the Houston Rockets, I'm still not even sure what happened. But uh, Larry Morris is on the show, and then we'll talk fantasy hockey at the end of the show. So, that's uh, episode 15 for you, and it's about to start right now. Larry's going to come on in a second, but first let's talk about fantasy basketball. Yeah, let's throw the standings up right there. It is 6.40, Wednesday, January 13th, coming at you. So, you know, let me see if I can get the schedule up. Yeah, and I do have the schedule. Okay, so we have the schedule here for week four, but let's talk about week three real quick. You know, Kurt was in another tight game with me with another person and it would happen to be Matt this week. He lost because Stephen Curry in week two against Sam Kurt does bounce back and he gets a big win over the previous two and oh Matt team. Um, that's a big win for Kurt. 
He also scored top three. Matt also scored top three. And Kyle scored the most points in week three with 800. And uh, what did he finish with? It's something crazy. 812 points. Um, yeah. Usually league average is about 600, 700 points, especially with a 12-man league right now. 800 points Kyle scored. 812. Uh, stat corrections come around on Saturday, so you never know. But 812 right now for Kyle and uh, first place scoring finish. And that was the same top three as it was in week one with Kyle, Kurt, Matt. This week it went Kyle. And week three it went Kyle, Kurt, Matt. Kurt happened to play Matt, and Matt got an unlucky week. Kyle beat up on Josh, who's now 0-3. Speaking of 0-3s, Jack, I mentioned it earlier, Jack did not win one single day in week three against Paul. I think it's just like kind of a, you know, Jerry won legend versus a Jerry one up and comer and Jack just, you know, manhandle him a little bit. Um, Larry finally beat Sam, you know, he was 0-6, three losses in fantasy baseball, three losses here in fantasy basketball. Larry finally gets the best of Sam. Sam's still got a good team. Never missed the playoffs. He's been the number one seed in both seasons. Sam's still a threat. You can't argue with that. Um, Blake got a big one over me. You know, my kid's struggling. We don't even know where Victor Oladipo. I think he's on Houston. I'm not, I'm not even 100% sure right now as we speak. Uh, my team is struggling. There's no doubt about that. We got to get healthy. We got to figure it out. We haven't missed the playoffs in fantasy basketball, so we're gonna we're gonna try to figure it out. Blake, though, you know he was last in scoring. Jack's been last in scoring the last two weeks, but Blake was last in scoring week one. But he's turned that he's turned he's turned that team around, and that team's legit. That team. You know, he was 10 and 6 last year, missed the playoffs. We've never seen a team four games over 500 miss the playoffs. Blake's team did that last year. Uh, he's got a, he's got a good team. Um, and of course, I haven't even mentioned the battle of the Justins. Justins in week three. Justin Hill uh, edged out with Justin Keeper. He, he actually had to come back from 16 points down on Sunday to take down Justin Keeper. So that was a nice win for Justin. His first win of the season. Justin Keeper is also got one win in the year. He's lost a couple in a row. You know. First year in the league, he's trying to learn the league a little bit, you know, trying to develop the game. Uh, that's week three. Uh, you know, after week three, that is so it's a shortened season this year, 12 weeks. After week three, that completes the first quarter of the regular season. Sam had only lost once in first quarters of the, the three years of this of the regular season of this league. It just happened against Larry in week three this year. So I'm now 10 and one, I believe, in the regular season interesting stat um you know i love the stats but i think the biggest takeaway is, is out of the first three weeks is that we could be looking at the six playoff teams that are in right now could be the six playoff teams we could see nine weeks from now because those six teams are legit uh, kyle's the clear-cut favorite larry's good we're going to talk to him in a second um sam's always a threat uh kurt looks like he's got a good scoring team that looks like he's got a good scoring team and then blake Looks like he's got a good scoring team. I mean, you're looking at those six teams. That would be a good playoffs. Obviously, I want to be in there. Justin Hill wants to be in there. Paul Russo wants to be in there. Maybe Justin Kiefer wants to be in there. The Owen threes, though, is how we get into how I do I transition to week four. Owen three versus Owen three. I think I say that's a must-win game. I think it I'll even go out on a limb. It's an elimination game. Yes. And it is. Josh 0-3 versus Jack 0-3. That is a elimination game. You heard it from me first. And uh, right now it is, it is tough to watch. I'll say that. 
Jack is up 91 to 85 as we speak here at 6.30 on Wednesday. Hopefully they crack the 200 by the weekend. Uh, those two teams uh, got a lot of work to do. Jack, I mean, we mentioned Larry, how good he's been. We're going to talk to Larry in a second. But uh, you mentioned how good Larry – I mean, you got to remember Jack and Larry were supposed to win the semifinals. They were both up in the semifinals last year in fantasy basketball, and then they got cut short. Larry has gone 3-0. Jack has gone to 0-3 with two last-place scoring finishes. So, different ways they've started their season this year. Um, but, uh, you know, I think some other big games to look out for. Obviously, that's an elimination game, in my opinion. But some big games to look out for in Week 4. Larry versus Kurt is the rematch of the first round that actually did finish in last year's playoffs. Larry beat Kurt. He upset him as a six seed, as, and Kurt was a three seed. Not really that surprising upset because Larry was second in scoring last regular season. So that was a good Larry team right there. Average um, Kyle, the Battle of the Cousins. You know, I wish Matt best of luck, but this Kyle team looks like he's going to be tough to beat. He needs to lose in the regular season or he could go undefeated because when playoffs come, it's still two weeks. And, man, is it going to be tough to beat this phone slaps team in a two-week format. So, and that's why we play, you know, and then, of course, he's got a good chance of the bye. And it's only going to be two chances to knock him out. So that's what I'm looking at right now. Kyle's got a really good team. He's, he, he, he does a great job. He had a great team last year, top-scoring team in the regular season last year. He didn't get the one seed. Sam got it, but Sam had a good team too. And – uh Kyle looks like the favorite once again this season. It's amazing what he's done. He's only in his second year, and Jerry won. He's still a newbie, but he's definitely looking like this is his league to 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 win it this year. Uh, another matchup: Sam versus Justin K. I think Justin K. Justin Keeper. Um, Sam could use this win. You don't want to fall two in a row. You don't want to drop two in a row for, if you're Sam. Justin Kiefer needs this win. You don't want to drop three in a row, you know, especially as a newbie in a shortened season. I think a loss this week for Justin Kiefer could really hurt his chances uh, if he wants to make a, make a statement this year. A win over Sam, who's been the one seed the last two years, that would be a huge statement. Right now, while I speak, Sam's got a pretty good lead, 159 and 71. Uh, we'll see if Justin can do something here. Maybe uh, keep it close by going into the weekend, do something there. Um, Justin Hillwood versus me. Now, uh, that is a uh, Jerry Wood classic. Uh, there's no playoff history with us, you know. Never met in a Jerry Wood fantasy sport playoff. Hard to believe. You know, we've been here since 2011, me and Justin, back in 2011 fantasy football. Never met in the playoffs, but our regular season is very, very tight. So, we'll see how that goes. And, of course, the last matchup in week four is Paul versus Blake. Blake's won two in a row. Paul won last week. Paul's the inaugural champion. He's a he's a legend, and uh, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be tough to beat. Uh, but uh, Blake, on the other hand, he um, he wants to be Paul. He wants to be Paul, and um, I think this is a huge game for Blake. He's been playing well uh, right now. He's got a 213-184 lead on Paul. Blake wants to beat Paul. He wants to be Paul. I want to say and. Uh, I think if he gets a win over this, this is definitely going to help his chances. I think this is a playoff team right here. I really do believe that. I think the Orlando Spooners are going to bounce back this year, and they're going to make the playoffs. So I want to say there's a chance for the, for me and my other five fellow 
teams that are outside the playoffs right now, but I don't know. I think we're looking at the six teams right now. I'm not sure how he's going to get the two buys, but I think right now we're looking at the two, the six, the six teams in the playoffs that could be in the playoffs by the end of the season. So, yeah, that's uh, week three recap, week four preview of fantasy basketball. And uh, now we're going to go to our conversation with Larry. We're going to talk a little bit more fantasy basketball. We're going to talk about fantasy hockey after our conversation with Larry. But here is that conversation with Today's guest is on for a second time on the Jerry One Pod. He is currently 3-0 in Jerry One Fantasy Basketball as we speak. His first ever 3-0 start in the Jerry One world. And, uh, yeah, and he, our today's guest is my good friend, college friend, Larry Morris. Larry, how's it going? I'm doing good. How you doing, Nick? Not bad. Not bad. Uh, every time uh, you come on the show, uh, Something bad happens with your Houston Rockets. Last time you were I on, I know, right? Last, last time you were on, you're just coming up. You're uh, coming off a loss in the playoffs, and now you just lost James Harden. How's that feel? I don't know. I, I was gonna say thanks for having me on. I enjoy being on the show, but I mean, first that loss and, and the uh, bubble, and now James Harden's gone. I don't know if I can keep doing this anymore. It's just like we can't get you in the right mental mindset. It's always right. going wrong with your Rockets every time you come out here. But, uh, you know, your fantasy basketball team, like I said, you're off to your first ever 3-0 start. Uh, you were one of the four semifinalists from last year mm-hmm. that the season got cut short. I compare you to my cousin Jack's team because uh, you guys were both winning in those semifinals last year. But you, mm-hmm. have, t- you have taken a higher step here. You're three and while Jack is now zero and three. Not you guys are going different directions. After yeah, <laughs> we're both right there. Um, you finally beat my brother's college friend Sam Shields and Jerry won fantasy sports after six straight losses to him. Um, and to go back to last year, you were up sixty-one points in that semifinals over my other cousins and my cousin mm-hmm. Jack's cousin, all the family. But uh. Kyle Murphy, you were up 61 points over him in the semifinals last year, and now it seems like his team's even gotten better this year, and he's another one of the favorites just like you. Believe it or not, you're one of the favorites to win it this year, and you were you're one of the favorites last year. But uh, first of all, and you're on a five-game winning streak. you are got a red-hot team right now. First of all, Larry, what are your thoughts on your 3-0 start team this year? First of all, I say, let's not jinx it. You know, knock on wood. But first 3-0 you know, start that I've had in Jerry 1, at total, I can't. I haven't been 3-1 on a 5-0 and streak going back to last season. I can't believe that it's happening. I uh, just got to keep working hard. I mean, I got a hard matchup this week playing uh, Paul's Granny Panties. Yep. I know going into tonight, um, before we're recording this on a Wednesday night, uh, but I am down currently, but hoping to, you know, I'll have a comeback coming into the weekend, and uh, let's move on to a, a 4-0. Yes, it, it is a Paul Granny Fanny's team. That, uh, you uh, you played Kurt, who runs that team, uh, in the playoffs last year, a round that actually did finish. You did get your first playoff win there, and you beat yep. Kurt. So this is a rematch of that first round last year. Um, so uh, you like your chances, is what you're saying. You like your chances to get the 4-0 this week. I mean, I, I'm happy. I mean, my biggest goal was, I mean, last week, moving to 3-0, and I mean, you said it before, my first time ever beating Sam and Jerry won for basketball, baseball, all of it. I mean, 
Um, that was kind of – I haven't ever beat him before. That was the one game that I was focused on that I have to get a win. Now just moving on to this week and keep going from there. Yeah, especially it's a shortened season and it's a, still a 12-man league this year. You only play everyone once. And so it would – I mean, unless you meet him in the playoffs, that would have been your only shot at Sam. But um, yep. let's talk about three weeks prior, the draft. You had the fifth overall pick. Your boy, mm-hmm. James Harden, not your boy anymore. <laughs> but he was there at seven, but you decided to go with actually Sam's guy, who he mm-hmm. loved, Damian Lillard, had the last couple of years. You went with Damian Lillard, double MVP at fifth. What was your decision taking him there? I mean, if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not, like I said before, Sam's been the one person that I haven't been able to beat two prior years that I've been in uh, Jerry won fantasy basketball. Uh, he's had him both times. He's been, you know, one of the top teams in our league every single year. And uh, that was my one focus. And then, like you said before about my maybe not so boy, James Harden anymore. There was just too many questions going on when we drafted on Sunday. And at that point, like he just showed up at practice and he's been out partying in Atlanta with little baby and out in Las Vegas and he's gained some weight and not a, it just felt like too much of a risk at the time. And I was, you know, like you said, I was focusing on uh, getting that, finally getting that win on Sam. And like I said, if you can't beat him, join him. Yes, James Harden is definitely a question mark, but not as big a question mark right now as Josh's Kyrie Irving, though. I, I know. <laughs> Everyone's talking now. I keep seeing with this trade going on today, they got, you know, the new big three, Kyrie, KD, and Harden. Where's Kyrie at? They don't even know where he's at. But I would like to point one thing out. And with the big trade today, I couldn't, you know, it was surprising to me. It was probably needed just, you know, it was a, you know, sore in the locker room. Just, I mean, last night, Tuesday night after the loss to the Lakers, it was James Harden said himself, this team sucks. Um, John Wall said, you know, chemistry has not been good between the two of them. It was a big issue, but to point out, I know you said uh, in the article uh, week one, my maybe not so boy James Harden, I just like to point out that, uh, even if he's not a rocket anymore, James Harden, he's still my boy. Yeah. And he, he had some really good successful years with your Houston Rockets. But uh, mm-hmm. it's Just weird. Never could get past the Western Conference. Yeah. It's a tough conference. But uh, it's weird because in my team, I had three Indiana Pacers, which right now my team's a lot of question marks. I just did not <laughs> – after that draft, I was just not happy the way I drafted. It was like I got missed out on a couple guys who picked, got picked right in front of me. One that comes to mind was, I forget who took him, but Andre Drummond was one. I really wanted him. I didn't get mm-hmm. him. He's a fantasy stud. Uh, and then I got these three NA Pacers, and uh, now that Oladipo is a Houston Rocket, and I had two Houston Rockets, so now I have three Houston Rockets on my team. And I, you told me before the show here that uh, if the Rockets don't win, I don't win. And uh, yeah, You better hope our season turns around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, one guy who has kind of uh, – done pretty well this year and he's been on your team and he actually helped you really big time in your win over Sam is Bradley Beal who had a 60 point NBA point performance 52 fantasy points he had last Wednesday for you what are your thoughts on Bradley so far oh yeah I've been uh, isn't my first uh, fantasy uh, team I've had Bradley Beal before but it's definitely this season's been great asset to have on the team with 29th overall pick uh, out of my whole team, he's uh, he's been the uh, the biggest producer. He like you said, he had that sixty point game last week against Sam. That was definitely a huge help in getting that win. 
Um, but he, like I said, he, he's averaging the most points on my team. Couldn't be happier with the uh, the results that I've gotten from him. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you if this is what's been most successful for your team. Um, I noticed that uh, you did put Jalen Brown on the IR today, right? Is that correct? Uh, it was er- earlier in the week. Earlier in the week. But uh, I, I saw I, – it was today. You're right. Correct. It, it, <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it, I don't remember when I checked. It was a couple of days ago. I checked and I saw you had been the only owner who uh, who had not put a guy on the IR this year in this whole COVID year. And Jalen Brown's got COVID now. I know. And, uh, has that been, you think, been pretty successful for your team since you have not had too many uh, injuries, I guess? Um. I mean, it's just been tough this year with the COVID as a whole. I mean, there's been games canceled just this week, and this is the first week we've had. We don't even know what's going to come the rest of this week, next week, and so on. But I feel like the COVID has been the biggest thing I know. Uh, yeah, I did just put uh, Jalen on IR today. But, um, I mean, the Celtics, they haven't played all week. And he's been one of my uh, – you know, he was one pick that I was real happy to uh, try to uh, get. I was, he was one I was aiming for, and he's been a good producer for me, but – all these games getting postponed there's not a whole lot you can do yeah and you've seen it you've seen it in fantasy baseball uh mm-hmm. in the cuckoo league fantasy football is you know games on wednesday <laughs> for football <laughs> and the games you know teams getting buys push so it's just been crazy especially on the fantasy side of things and especially in these weekly daily ones because they'll just move games to other weeks Football, they try to get in the same week for you. But in these sports like baseball and basketball, they push them to another week, and that could really hurt you for a couple points. Oh, yeah. Um, so you've been to the playoffs both years in basketball. You never missed. The mm-hmm. highest seed you got, though, was a five seed. And this playoff format is similar to last year's, but a little, just one last extra playoff team. It's six teams make it. Two teams get the bye. Um, right now, you're the two seed in place for the bye. Uh, what is it going to take for this team to get a bye? I mean, first of all, if I, it's a playoff or bust this year. I made the playoffs last two years. Um, with the way last season ended, I mean, I have to make it back to the playoffs. And it, it can't just be a one and done. I've got to try and make a push for it. So having two, um, buy, having two um, buys or two teams on a bye uh, is definitely going to be um, – something I got to aim for to move me into a position to try and get the championship. Uh, I just got to take it one week at a time. No, currently three, and know, like I said before, I've got a tough uh, week against Paul's granny panties this week and just got to take it one every day at a time. Cause uh, when it comes to fan, I mean, it's not, you know, a short time thing. It's uh, it's, it's every single day. You got to make sure you have the lineup and you know, who's hurt, who's not hurt, who's got COVID, what game is postponed. You just got to, you know, everything's constantly changing. Yeah, especially this time, these these times, it's definitely a lot more research, especially with the COVID, oh, yeah. and you know, keep staying on track, everything. You know, one one person I'll give a shout out to is uh, Blake Crawford. You know, Blake, and uh, he, mm-hmm. he messes me all the time about how uh, who's on COVID, and he's always like, he's a big re- research. A lot of you guys are, I'm sure you are too. Big research every day putting so much effort into fantasy <laughs> to make sure that you got the team ready to win a championship. And that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. But uh, it's a 12-week short and regular season this year. What kind of record do you think you would take 
in 12 weeks for you to get a buy? What would you aim for? In 12 weeks to get a buy? Um, I'm currently 3-0. and yep. so I got nine games left. I mean, I, I would definitely like to win out of them nine games, at least, you know, six six of them or so, put me at nine and three. That's what I would like say. That, that'd be a solid, at least nine and three, especially I, this, I mean, I it's think, a tough league. I think nine and three definitely could get you a buy. I, th- I think that's what I think the two C will be. Um, obviously, I think I think I remember looking at, if we look real quick here, um, yeah, you play. Uh, you don't, you don't play my cousin Kyle until week ten, so mm-hmm. and that could be a huge game. Right now, he's he's looking like he's unstoppable, like eight hundred points. I, I I could even imagine my team scoring eight hundred points right now. The way well, we're correct straight. me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he like this last year too? About this time, I remember last year around the winter time or so, he was just you could, he couldn't stop him. He was just putting yeah. up so much points every week. You couldn't, yeah. And a lot of people forget, but I don't forget because I'm in charge of stats, but. uh uh, you were second in scoring last year's regular season. Despite a six seed you had, you were still a really good regular season scoring. Just didn't have enough luck to get a higher seed. But there was really no surprise that you won in the first round. And there was no surprise that you were even beating Kyle at before it all got canceled, which would have been a huge win. But, you know, the tight league. Uh, but fantasy baseball, yes, fantasy baseball happened. It was so short. I rarely even yeah. remember it. But uh, you played that. Uh, you didn't make the, even the Constellation Tournament. You finished in 10th nope. place. <laughs> Two and five after seven weeks. It was a really short season. Um, yeah, just real quick. What were your thoughts on that second season? In baseball? I mean, first, it was so short. Uh, I mean, I was, I was a seven-game you know, seven, uh, season. And I think we were halfway through when you said something about, you know, halfway through we're in the last, you know, quarter of the season. And I'm like, what do you mean? We just started. I'm still building over here. I'm still trying to put some wins together. But it was a pretty disappointing season, you know, going two and five. Uh, but looking back at it, um, I was going back looking at all the um, different scores and stuff. And I, it was a lot of close games. It wasn't like I had, my team was terrible. It, I just couldn't – I mean, there was some like 10-point, 20-point, 30-point games. Um, and then, of course, there was a couple blowouts, but um, just got to do better next year and try to, yeah. and, you know, get them 10, 20, 30 points to, you know, get the wins, and hopefully we can have a full season. Yeah, not sure when it's coming back, but uh, you did play one full season the year before in 2019. Um, I know you did a lot, not a lot to build off from last year, but uh, what's something you can improve more in fantasy baseball, like going for pitchers maybe, uh, going for a better lineup? I don't know. What's something to help your team improve? Um, I mean, I was, I was happy with my lineup that I had. I mean, I had, I had some solid – I could definitely use some better pitchers. I had you, Darvish. He, he was great. Could have probably used a little bit more depth with the pitcher. Um, when it, coming to uh, just uh, regular positional players, I mean, I was pretty happy with my lineup. Um, I had Abreu and a bunch of other players who were putting up some pretty good numbers, but I was just getting hurt by injuries constantly, and it, it was just a tough season. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, Fantasy baseball will be back, but it's all basketball right now. But it comes to that point in the time of the show. Uh, anybody who comes on my show for a second time plays my new game. It's called Jerry One True or False. I told you the rules. I texted you the rules a little bit, but I'll just restate them here. Uh, so there's five statements that I'll say about your two fantasy teams in baseball and basketball. And uh, I'll say the statement first. 
And then you decide, you start with 100 points. Uh, most you can get up to is 3,200 points. The record right now is one. <laughs> <laughs> one point. People kept gambling it all again, they're losing. But uh, I'll say the statement. Then you say how much you want to wager. And uh, then you say true or false. You give your answer. And if you get it right, you get the points. If you get it wrong, you go down. So and if you ever get to zero during the middle of the game, the next question will be worth one. So wager wisely. And, um, yeah, are you ready to play, Larry? Let's do it. All right. So it goes from easier to harder still. Statement one. Uh, you have 100 points. Uh, has Larry <laughs> – has Larry played fantasy hockey? <laughs> True or false? I'd like to wager 100 points, please. Yes. Go with false. And that is correct. Yes. Fantasy <laughs> hockey. Top of the board. Has not been Larry's thing. Any interest at all? Uh, I'll play anything. Really? Okay. Well, maybe next year. It's a really short season, so I, I didn't even even think about expansion, really. Mm. No, I'll play any fantasy sport. All right, maybe next year we'll get you in. We'll get you in. Uh, All right, so you're up to 200 points. Statement number two, Larry has been 4-0 in any Jerry 1 fantasy sport, true or false? Like the wager uh, 200 points for uh, false. And that is correct. And that is another right answer. So you were up to 400 points. All right. All right, those easy ones are done. Here we go. <laughs> Statement three. You're up to 400 points. Larry, this is Jerry won fantasy baseball. Larry has double-digit career wins in Jerry won fantasy baseball. True or false? Uh, I have 400 points. Yep. I'm going to wager all 400 for uh, false. And that is correct. Yes, you are up to eight hundred points now. You up? You are nine and sixteen overall, a record that we are looking to improve next summer. That's this right. summer. Yes. Uh, okay. Statement four. Only two ones left. You're up to eight hundred points. You got a perfect score. Okay. This next one is fantasy basketball playoffs and regular season. Larry has 14 career losses in fantasy basketball. True or false? I'll take, I'll wager all 800 points for uh, true. And that is correct. <laughs> yeah, yes. You do go. have 14 career wins. That is uh, our 14 career losses. 22, 23 and 14. 22 and 13 in the regular season. One and one in the playoffs. 1,600 points you have, or, yeah, 1,600 points. Yep, so you go up to 3,200 if you wager it all here. Statement number five, last question, 1,600 points. And the question is, in both fantasy basketball and baseball, the final week of the regular season, in both of those, in all four of those seasons that you played in, you were three and one in that final week of the regular season in those four seasons? I'm not um, – that's a tough one. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll wager – I'll do half my points. We'll take – we'll do 800. 100. And I'm going to say false. I'm sorry, Larry. It is true. I'm uh, three and one, man. I died of myself. Yeah, you, you are three and one. That's tough to see, but uh, 
Yeah, three and one. You were two and zero oh in the fantasy basketball last week of the regular season, which has been week sixteen both times. Baseball was week eighteen your first year, and then week seven was your one loss this last mm-hmm. year. So that was the only time. So keep that in mind. You've always been good that last week of the regular season. So. But you will finish with 800 points, which is the top score by 199 points. And you know what? That might stand for a while. The way people have been playing this game, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, uh, before I get you out of here, forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show. Uh, where are you coming from right now? Um, I'm still down here in uh, South Carolina. I've been here for a little over a year now. Nice, nice. Um and uh, one last thing on fantasy basketball, um, you've been in the league this third year now. It's a very probably the tightest this league has ever been. Um, who is the biggest threat to you to win the championship this year? You think? Um, that's, that's a tough question. It's hard to pick just one biggest threat. I know uh, earlier in the uh, the show we talked a lot about Sam. He's always a threat uh, for me. Uh, and then of course Phil's team. He's Always, you know, put, like we talked about, he's putting up huge numbers right now. It's looking like he might be impossible to beat. And uh, even you, Nick, I mean, I'm one in four against you all the time in Jerry One. You're you're always one of my biggest competitions that I got. Yeah, you know, I, especially those two leagues. If you play me in football, uh, if you ever played me in – I know I've actually – it's weird because Duke Fantasy Football, I do pretty well in that too other than one year. Mm-hmm. But in Jerry One Fantasy Football, I had – just struggled for years and years because that league had been around for so long. 2011 started, and this year I made the finals this year in fantasy football. I was actually in finals in, like, every single one of my leagues. It was going nuts, but I had not made a Jerry 1 fantasy football playoffs since 2014 when I was in sophomore <laughs> college, so it was a long playoff drought. But in these other leagues, especially the ones you're in, basketball, baseball, and Kuka football, I – do pretty well so maybe i'm just starting to turn around but i appreciate that i don't know about this fantasy basketball team i had this year i i'm not high on it but it's, <laughs> it's still early it's still early you never know yeah i've already got i actually i do have to play kyle again uh but uh but, uh, and just watch John Wall, uh, Victor Oladipo, and Demarcus. They're going to go off for you. All three of them are. You're going to have a great team. I hope so. You know, it's a Houston Rocket fan telling me that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, Larry, uh, you know, I wish the best of luck for your rest of the season. Not sure when we'll get you on again, but uh, I appreciate you coming on right now. And uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me again. It was good to talk to Larry. Good to catch up with him. Um, yeah, and I wish the best of luck for his team going forward. You know, 3-0, and that's a great start for him. And the best start he's ever had in Jerry 1 Fantasy Sports. So, hats off to Larry for a good start. But let's talk a little bit about fantasy hockey. Um, we just had our draft on Sunday. I put together that whole draft in one week, you know. Didn't know if we were going to have a draft. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're going with the same scoring system. You know, we talked to Justin Kiefer on an episode, I believe, episode – um, it was episode 12 of the Jerry One podcast. I talked to Justin Kiefer about maybe going to categories, but a league vote decided in favor of keeping it points, as you see in traditional other Jerry One leagues. Fantasy hockey is a little, little more slower scoring. 
Um, you know, fantasy basketball, you get up in the 600, 700 points with its scoring. Fantasy baseball is up to about 300 points in scoring for the week. Uh, fantasy football, you know, it's only like three days, three, three days, but it gets up to about 100 points. Fantasy hockey, seven days, but for the week, it gets up to about 100 points as well. Um, you can go off. Um, 200, 200 is a very good week. Um, that's like historically, that is a historic week. We've seen a handful of uh, teams score around 200 points. Um, the only person to actually score 200 points was Q back in week 11 of the 2018-2019 season against me, or against Paul. It was against Paul, week 11. And he scored 210 points, which is a historic week. We've seen people who have been on pace for 200. And, you know, when a week that's like Thanksgiving, you know, opening week that got shortened. We've seen teams on pace for 200. But Q was the only one to score exactly 200, and that was when Q went on to win the regular season scoring championship that year, first and only in German fantasy sports. But let's talk about week one. You know, let's talk about the draft, I guess. Let's, you know, let's pull up the draft right here. Um, but week one is Q versus Justin Kiefer is the matchup. You know, Justin Kiefer, second year in the league. Um, and then Q, you know, he's been in since the beginning. Uh, only Justin Kiefer and Jack have not been in since the beginning, but Q, you know, like I said, he regular season scoring championship just the two seasons ago. Justin Kiefer, you know, was so close to beating Nate in the the semifinals last year, only three points back before he got cut short. So this is an interesting matchup. Um, uh, just that I'm starting here talking about. Um, I think it could go either way. I mean, week one's so hard to predict because you don't know who's good and who's bad. But, uh, you know, because everyone's got a good team from the start. I mean, the way you draft and stuff. But, uh, you know, I think these two teams can go either way. You know, you could look at Q and Justin Kiefer. You can say they're going to be good this year. They're going to be a disappointment. You just don't know. Um, one team you do know about is Nate Severance. Uh, Nate's going to be there. Nate never misses the playoffs. He's the only owner to not miss the playoffs in Jerry and Fantasy Hockey, unless, unless you count Jack and Justin, who both made it last year, but they only been it for a year. But since as an original six of the Fantasy Hockey League, Nate's the only one that hasn't missed the playoffs. Nate's won a championship. Um, there's only been two champions crowned, Nate and Paul, in the first two years. And then the finals the first year, and then the second finals was Nate and Q. ABQ, um, you know, Nate was up three points on Justin Kiefer. He, he had a legit chance to get to the finals again. Very disappointed. There's probably no one more disappointed in the way how last season ended than Nate. And uh, he plays Matt week one. Matt's never made the playoffs. We'll see if Matt does it this year. He's made a statement in all the other leagues. He won football twice. He won the long season college, fantasy college basketball. He made two fantasy basketball finals, and he made a fantasy baseball playoffs in the inaugural season. So we'll see if he makes a statement here in fantasy hockey. Uh, I played Jack week one. Not much there. Not much to tell you there. I, I was up 30 points on Paul in the semifinals. Should have beat him, but I did get to beat him in the finals, semifinals of uh, fantasy football this last year. So that was nice. Nice, uh, nice I say, consolation, you know, after being so close to finally beating Paul, but I finally did do it in football. Hats off to me. <laughs> but Paul, he plays uh, Josh week one. Uh, Paul has just absolutely dominated Josh over the Jerry One world. He's, he's, he's won 
19 of the 25 meetings that the two have met. Uh, Josh just he just can't handle a legend like Paul. So we'll see if Josh continues, uh, or we'll see if Paul continues his dominance over Josh in Jerry one here in week one. So it's going to be interesting. But now that I have the the picks listed up, like I said, Neon Drystone went to Paul at one. Connor McDavid went to Josh at two, both from Edmonton. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, very underrated player, went three to Matt. Alex Govechkin's back on Justin Kiefer's team, went four to him. I got Mika Zizmanajad again. I got him in the 11th round last year, but this year he's a first-round talent. So I got him back. My New York Rangers stud, Jack Eichel out of Buffalo, uh, went to Q with the number two pick. And I will say Q's got a nice fantasy team name this year. Wheeler down Eichel lane. He knows how to – he's clever with the, the players that he's got on his team and putting them in his team name. And uh, Austin Matthews went seventh to Jack. And then Amarni Perrion. I still can't say his name. He's on the Rangers. He went big with the last pick, and he got Mitch Marner on Toronto with the first pick of the second round. So, yeah, like, um, as I pull up just one quick second, I'm pulling up Q's team. I just wanted to we'll put a note on this, uh, his fantasy names. Like, his name is Wheeler Down Eichel Lane. It's his team. So, and Patrick Lane out of Winnipeg, Blake Wheeler out of Winnipeg, and Jack Clever, clever, clever job. We'll see how you do, man. You, you, you got a chance here. I know Nate and Q, it feels like it's been so long since we've seen Nate and Q and Jerry one. It has been 10 months since they played a game. So they're back on fantasy hockey stage. That's the only one they play in right now. It's for money now, so we'll see. Um, but if I had to make some early predictions, I guess I'll make some early predictions for both leagues. But to close out fantasy hockey year, it's going to be a great year. But right now, I'm going to make my predictions for fantasy hockey. I'm going to say, and when I make these predictions, I'm never going to put me in the finals. I'm going to try to go to the finals, but I'm going to predict the finals that's not me. And so I'm going to say this year's fantasy hockey finals is going to be, so basically these are the two teams to watch out for. I think it is going to be, you know, I'm going to make a little, you know what, I'm going to make a little playoff bracket since I'm a big bracket guy. I think the number one seed this year in fantasy hockey is going to be Nate. I think the number two seed in this year's fantasy hockey is going to be Paul. I think the number three seed, Dustin Kiefer gets a bye. Number four seed, I think, is going to be Matt finally gets in. And I think the number five seed is going to be Q. And you got to remember this is with me not in the playoffs. So basically. Basically, Josh and Jack missed the playoffs. Anyway, I got Q get, uh, get another playoff win. He's going to play Nate rematch in the semis. I got Nate moving on, and I got Paul moving on. And I think Paul gets it done. He proves to Nate that he's still the king. I got Paul over Nate in this year's Jerry One Fantasy, uh, <laughs> Fantasy Hockey Finals. For fantasy basketball, on the other hand, it is a 16 bracket, and this year's playoffs, I am going to do, you know, it's a week late, but number one seed this year is going to be Kyle. I've had a couple weeks to learn, so a little bit of a, you know, a little bit about how the teams are. The number two seed, I'm going to go out with our guest today. I think it's going to be Larry. He's got a really good team. Number three seed, I'm going to go with Sam. I think number four seed is going to be Kurt. 
think the number five seed is going to be Blake. And I think the number six seed is going to be in this year. And uh, I think we got some interesting matchups. First round, Clarkson University robbery. And I got Matt with the upset. I think Sam, maybe a little bit of a, you know, he just doesn't have a fantasy basketball playoff win yet. Uh, Blake Kurt is actually a rematch of the fantasy baseball constellation finals, if anybody cares. And I got uh, I got Kurt finally getting that first playoff win. He's still looking for his first playoff win. Blake and Kurt won in that constellation tournament postseason wins, but first playoff win. Kurt and Blake still don't have one, but I got Kurt finally getting it. I got Kyle Matt, Battle of Cousins, Battle Week 4, as you've seen right now, but I got Kyle moving on. And I got to run by Kurt. I'm sorry, Larry. Thanks for coming on today, but I got to run by Kurt getting to the finals, but I got Kyle winning it this year. There's a really good chance. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say Kyle goes 14-0. I'm going to say 13-1. Somewhere he gets a loss. You know what? I think one loss is going to uh, come in there, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say Paul beats him. Paul doesn't make the playoffs, but he beats him. That's my prediction for fantasy hockey and basketball. So that concludes the show. Um, there's no birthday shout-outs today. None. But uh, – yeah, I want to thank Larry for coming on. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for uh, coming on, Larry, and uh, best of luck on the road. Uh, I do have you getting by, but losing the semis. Oh, and there's a third-place game. You know what? Larry's going to beat Matt in the third-place game. Yep, Larry wins the third-place game. But thank you, Larry, for coming on. Uh, it's been a good show. That's episode 15 for you. I've been Nick Belize. Set your lineup. forgot to say that last week. Um, but, uh, yeah, and that's episode 15, and we will see you Everyone, good luck in the opening week of fantasy hockey and week four fantasy basketball. And we'll see you next time on the Jerry One Fantasy Sport Podcast.